good? Or are they at least good topics? <sighs> Sorry, coffee me middle of the Stop drinking your beer from a wine glass. You shut up. You do what I want. Whatever. What do I smell? I smell something that smells good. I don't know, but what are we talking about tonight? I don't know. You got a list too, don't you? I do have a list. And I think it's got some like quality stuff on it. And I'm not impaired tonight. Like, why would you put quality stuff? That's not what we do. I'm not impaired tonight, so I think the podcast is going to be better. Because I was listening to last week's episode, and I was like, oh, this is terrible. <laughs> this is a terrible episode, because I kept repeating myself. And... You know what's funny? I have never listened to a single episode. Really? Never I like have. I like listening to them to, to see what I'm doing, or what I'm doing wrong, or what I can improve on. And... Well, it's just because my voice sounds so weird to me. Everybody's voice sounds weird to them. Yeah. Because, I mean, cause, you know, like everybody has three voices. Mm-hmm. The one that everybody else hears. Mm-hmm. The one that you hear when you talk. Mm-hmm. And then the one in your head. Mm-hmm. And they're all three different. Mm-hmm. That's true. Well, especially but, when my third voice in my head starts arguing with the other ones, that shit gets confusing. Confusing as hell. It's like, why do y'all make up your fucking minds? If, <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, um, when I listen to the podcast... What I'm hearing from from the podcast sounds like you. I mean, that, that's like that's what your voice sounds well, yeah, like. Yeah, to you, but that's not what it sounds like to me. I know, but I'm telling you that it's an accurate representation of 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 your voice in the recording. You've already gone through that. Oh my god, you've reached the chaise lounge. That beer was good, god dang. Thank you for joining us again for another week. Hopefully, this will be a better podcast than last week because last week was terrible. I don't, and I apologize. Yeah, for that. Um, but this week's is going to be good because I have topics. I mean, the only thing I really had to talk about is some stuff that went, that happened this week. Well, let's start there. What happened this week? Well, uh, a week or so ago. <clears throat> Hang on. Let me, let me get this started you, you, right. You brought me some, uh, salsa home that a lady made at work. Yeah. Yeah. One of my coworkers, uh, makes homemade salsa and, she had sent home some salsa that she said was hot. Yeah. And you tried it. The flavor was good, but it was not hot. So she made some more. And this time, she because the last one she made was jalapenos and habaneros. And it was not hot. Yeah. This one she made with... Uh, Carolina Reapers. Carolina Reapers and ghost peppers. And habaneros. And so this was like... It was like the perfect level of heat. I mean, not so bad that it just scorches everything and loses flavor. Mm -hmm. But it was like right there on the edge. It was hot, made you sweat, made your tongue burn for a while. That's like the perfect fucking heat. The funniest part about you trying that salsa was you you grabbed the chips and you started eating it. And you're like, man, this is great. Not too hot. Flavor's awesome. And you're just like down in the salsa and you're just eating and eating and eating and eating. And you're like, yeah, this is great. It's not super hot. You know, I can handle this. Not a big deal. And then like 30 seconds after you stopped eating, you were like, Ooh. oh, oh my God, now it's hot. <laughs> Started it was, sweating. It was awesome. I loved it. <laughs> that's how, I mean, that's what got, salsa is supposed no, to do. No, you, no, listeners, you got to understand. He grabbed milk out of the fridge and was like drinking the milk straight from the carton. <laughs> He's like, this is the best. It was so great. Oh, my God. I loved it so much. Oh. But, yeah, the salsa is really good. Um, I've got some I've got some mild salsa in there because I don't do well with heat. Not even a little bit. 
Oh, I love it. Uh, hey, speaking of speaking of heat, um, that sent me on a weird mental tangent. Um, do you know where my beef jerky is? Yes. Okay. Well, I want to get some more of that beef jerky because that stuff is good. I, I put it in the cabinet. Okay. When I was cleaning up the kitchen the other my, day. My Bucky's beef jerky. Yeah, it's yeah. in the cabinet. Okay. All right. Good. All right. Speaking of food, let's talk about food today because we had food down by the pool. So our oldest, uh, our, not your oldest son, but our oldest son, um, his birthday was a couple weeks ago. And, you know, we went to um, Dallas for like a little trip, took a friend with us and uh, had a trip to Dallas. And that was part of the part of the birthday. Well, he had wanted to do something down by the pool at, here at the apartment complex and have some friends over. And in the meantime, they tell us that we can't have any, you Okay. They tell us that you can't have any uh, parties down by the pool and uh, because they, they need pool passes and people who are not from this apartment complex have been going down there and having like blowout parties and leaving trash around and just making a whole big situation. So they're like, no parties ever. Well, I talked to the um, apartment complex manager the other day and she's like, she said, it's fine. You know, you guys can go down there. You can have two or three friends down there, have some food down there. It's okay. Just don't be crazy. Clean up after yourself and don't cause problems. Great. We can do all of those things. Yep. <laughs> we, we can be good. So um, the one thing that, that Aaron had requested for his birthday was a cake. So I got in touch with a bakery, like a professional cake, not like one that I can bake here at the house. Because let's be honest, not everybody likes my yellow sponge cake with chocolate icing. You know, it's just a very generic, just very basic boxed cake. He was wanting like a professional coming from a bakery, you know, strawberry cake with buttercream icing and little flowers all over it. And just all this stuff. He, he had a special request. So I got in touch with the bakery. Got him exactly what he wanted. It was a strawberry. I, I said I wanted an eight inch square strawberry cake with light green buttercream icing and lily of the valley flowers all over it and that is exactly what we got except for (laughs) i was expecting one layer eight inch cake like a small like a like a little eight inch cake that would maybe feed like you know six people because that's all we needed i went to pick this thing up this thing weighed 50 pounds (laughs) it felt like it did (laughs) it was the best strawberry cake Oh my God! It was so good, but it was it was, it was eight, eight inches inch squared, but pretty close. It was eight inches cubed. It was eight inches cubed. It was a four layer strawberry cake that was eight inches in every direction. Yes, it was, and it, it was so pretty. The way that they decorate is very simple decorations. I didn't think eight inches was that long. Never mind. <laughs> I want you to stick your dick in it, see. <laughs> I talk a whole while way through it. I have to go from both ends. <laughs> let's let's not do that to the cake. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we so we uh, we had this cake. We went down to the we went down to the uh, the pool and had like chips and uh, cake and what else? We, oh, we had the charcuterie board. I made a charcuterie board, and it what was is a charcuterie board. So it's uh, meat and cheeses. And fruits, fruits all together, kind of in an a overall aesthetically pleasing platter, and you just like eat the stuff off of it. And we went to Whole Foods today, 
And I spent probably more than I needed to spend on this charcuterie board because I got like pre, pre-sliced fruits and stuff like that. And I'm not going to tell you how much I spent on it, but it was at Whole Foods. So it was like three times what it would have been if I'd have gone to Walmart. Um, but uh, the fruit was fresher. So, you know, it, it worth it. But the cheese counter that they have at Whole Foods was just top shelf. I got like two different kinds of brie, which were real soft cheeses. And then I got, um, I, I, wish I wish I had written down what all types of cheeses I had because I had about eight different kinds of cheese on this platter. Yeah. Um, well, you had seven because one of them you didn't put on there. You didn't put my cheese on there. No, I, no, I didn't put your cheese on there because it was, uh, we got you some special uh, cheddar with habaneros and, uh, and other stuff mm-hmm. in it. And that, that's just specifically for you. But I got a bunch of white cheeses that like all go together. And um, what? They were. Why they got to be all white? Uh, well, they just, just, they just happened to be in this case. <laughs> and we got some summer sausage. And I, and, and this is the redneck part of the charcuterie board. I did it on a, I put it together on a um, baking tray with a foil. Like, yeah, like a cookie sheet with foil over it. And I had the summer sausage all nicely sliced and they were in a diagonal pattern and then I had the fruit in different little sections and I had the cheese all cubed up and ready to go and the brie we left them like a little pizza slice because that's how you're supposed to leave them because you eat them like on crackers and stuff like that and um that really soft cheese that I wish I had written down the name of it was super super good on fruit because it was um it was a little sour I don't know how else to it describe it. It was good it. on the summer sausage, too. It was really good on the summer. Yeah, and it was good on, it was good just by itself on crackers. And, I mean, we tore through that cheese. Yeah. I don't know what it was, but I'm going to go back to Whole Foods and find out what it was. Because that, it, it, it almost worked like a spread. Yeah. You know, it was very, very soft. Right. And uh, so, so good. And uh, then I had, like, cubed up different types of cheeses. And, and I, I took a picture of the charcuterie board. It was so cute when oh, I got done with it. She had, like, apple slices and strawberries and blueberries and raspberries and pineapple and... Mango. Mango. I mean... Yeah. It was... It was really pretty. It didn't look like something she made here. <laughs> it looked like something you would go and buy because... I appreciate that. I was sitting there telling her, too. I was like, I'm glad you didn't ask me to help with that, because I would have just blocked the shit up and just got it all on the tray, what the fuck ever. But you made it all look pretty and stuff. That's from all your Food Network shows you watch. And you know what it really is? <clears throat> because I like... If I didn't hate cooking so much, I'd probably be a pretty good chef, because I like making things look pretty in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I just don't know how to do it. And it would be kind of neat if... You know, mm. like if I went and took some cooking classes or something like that and learned how to make things be taste good and be pretty, I think that would be a lot of fun to do. I just, I don't enjoy the prep work and I don't enjoy the cleanup. And those are like the two biggest parts of cooking. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking hate them. Putting stuff together, cooking stuff, oh great. Like, like I am like good at that. But I don't like the prep work and I don't like the cleanup. It's just... If you could figure out a way to get rid of those two things, I need a sous chef. That's what I need. I need a sous chef, and then I'll put together what the sous chef does, and then the sous chef can clean up after me. That's what I need. I, well, there you go. There you go. I, I could be a professional chef. Just get me a sous chef. Problem solved. There you go. <clears throat> but, um, but yeah, so we took the charcuterie board, and we took the, um, the cake, 
and the chips and the drinks and the all the stuff down to the pool and well, oh gosh you were down there for about an hour i was down there for about four hours <laughs> with the kids and uh there ended up being some other people that were down there with us, which was not a big deal. We went down there in like the hottest part of the day. We went down there about two o'clock this afternoon. Um, but it, it, the pool water was just like the perfect temperature and it was just, it was great. We had a lot of fun. So that's been our day. It was pretty cool. And then we went to the gym a little while ago. We are back in the gym. Finally. Back in the gym. We keep saying that, Oh, we're back in the gym, but we are actually back in the gym and we're going to see how long it sticks this time. Like I said, we just got to make sure we're holding each other accountable or it's not going to work. And that, and that's our biggest problem because I'll feel sorry for you. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, honey, you had like a 12-hour day. You need to just go home and get you some rest. And from now on, I'm going to be like, no, go to the gym. <laughs> go to the gym, you fat fucker. <laughs> if that's what it takes, I will call you a fat fucker every time. I don't even care. <laughs> but I need you to hold me to it, too. I'm not calling you that, though. Cause... Well, you don't have to call me a fat okay. fucker. Just tell me to get get my fat ass to the gym i'm not calling you fat we have a new trainer now uh because our trainer isn't working saturdays anymore and didn't have any room during the week to like schedule us in so he kind of handed us off to another guy who had some time on his friday schedule so now we're going to the gym on friday nights um to meet with our trainer and then we're going to try to target like three to four days beyond that during the week Right. That we're going to actually work out. And he's got this really cool plan for us. And, you know, like you were saying today, his demeanor's different. He, he's a lot more subdued than our than our previous trainer. It's just kind of a different demeanor. But I like what he was doing because he didn't just throw a gigantic workout at us when he talked to us yesterday. He was like, okay, you guys haven't been in the gym in a while. We got to start you out from ground from ground zero. We're going to start you out from, from day one. I'm not going to pretend that you've got three months of working out under your belt because you don't. We're going to start you off on day one. You're going to do, instead of four sets of 15 reps, you're going to do two sets of 12 to 15 reps, whatever your body can take, and we're going to work you up until you can handle these longer workouts. And I really appreciate that. Yeah. Because honestly... We worked, we worked out legs when, when we met with him on Friday. Uh, my ass is sore. <laughs> like I said, my, my legs, legs are, are starting sore. to feel it now. It's like every time I get still for an extended period of time, when I get up, I'm like, oh, yep, there's the age. <laughs> yeah. Today we were doing push exercises, which we did yep. a lot of, we did a lot of uh, barbells. Bench yeah, bench press. We did regular bench press and then incline bench press two different ways one with a smith machine and one with a free barbell or one with a free um bell yeah yeah, yeah barbell. barbell and then um we did uh tricep uh tricep push downs which i wasn't doing those correctly and i'm glad you corrected me on that right because i was using my shoulders to push it down instead of using my triceps to push it down right and then we did um shoulder raises which mm. you have the barbells and you just raise your hands out in front dumbbells. of you yeah dumbbells um you raise your hands out in front of you. And I freaking hate doing those because I'm so weak in my shoulders. See, I hated doing them the first time because it hurt the hell out of my shoulder. But today it didn't hurt. So well, I was kind of happy with that. My freaking, my arms are just, <laughs> I am, what's, uh, gassed. That's the word I'm yeah, looking for. My, my arms are gassed because I was really pushing myself to, <coughs> 
Excuse me, that bait's hitting a little hard tonight. But I am going to tell you, tomorrow is Father's Day. I'm telling you now, tomorrow's my lazy day. We have to go to the gym and do a little bit of cardio, though. Oh, yeah. I'm doing cardio for 100%. That's what I want to do tomorrow at the gym. I'm going to go run a couple miles and call it a day. Okay. And I think we need to get in touch with the trainer. And we need to let him know, hey, we're not doing the workout that you did, but we are going to the gym and we are going to work out. Oh, that is one thing I really liked about this guy, too, though. Because I told him, I said, our biggest problem is no accountability. And... I said it, it kind of started off that way because in my head, I knew that the other trainer, when they set up our stuff on True Coach, he can go in and see. Because, like, mm-hmm. we'd come in and say, hey, so y'all only hit two workouts. Or, hey, you hit all five of your workouts this week. Good job, you know. And I told him, I said, you know, it's something like that. It's like I got to have some kind of accountability or I'm not going to keep coming. And some kind of feedback that, hey, you did a good job this week. You hit well, three out of four workouts. That, but, I do. I, I need. But I need. like he was saying, he's like, well, if I see you miss one, he said, I've got y'all's number. I'll yeah. text your ass. Hey, why didn't you show up today? Yeah. Or why didn't you show up yesterday? What happened? <clears throat> you got to, you better make damn sure you're here tomorrow or yeah. today or whatever, you know. And I said, well, that's exactly what my ass needs. Yeah. And that's what I need too. I need somebody holding my feet to the fire and telling me, get your fat ass to the gym and go do something. And I've, I've cut, uh, you've cut your hours down at work. I've cut my hours down at work. We well, have no, no excuses. I've tried to cut my hours down at work. I told them on Monday that, hey, I'm going to start cutting these hours down if I'm not working so much because if I'm working so late. It's like if I work as late as I have been, if I got off work, went straight to the gym, changed clothes, did my workout, came home, showered, it would basically be time to eat, shower, eat, go to bed. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I, that's the main reason I quit going because, no, I mean, because I, I work all day to do that. So I have to have some time for me. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, that's one of the main reasons. And that's what I told them that. And then after that, it was like, this week was probably the the week I got the most hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. <laughs> of course, that granted, you know, we were short two guys on first shift. Actually, they were short three, and then I started. And then we were short two. We hired one, and then he quit. So we were back down to two short. Mm-hmm. We got another one hired, and he's supposed to be starting his own route on Monday. So hopefully that'll take some of the shit off. Because, like, yeah, like, what was it, Thursday? Friday? 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 Yes, Friday. I came in. I normally come in at 6. And Friday I went in at 5. Because mm-hmm. I had to go two and a half hours from, from our terminal to pick up two pallets from a dude that was way out in the middle of the fucking mountains. <laughs> and, and I looked up where you I'm were I'm talking at. about mountains. I'm saying that there's steep grades everywhere. Signs say trucks take lower gears. I passed by some of the uh, the like the truck runaway mm-hmm. lanes. So when you have a runaway mm-hmm. truck, you you can hit that, and it's not very long. But by God, you hit that sucker at full speed, It'll you're gonna stop be stopped you. before you get to the end of that shit. Yeah, because it, it's it's like all gra- deep gravel. It's deep sand. Okay, deep sand. And that, it, that slows it will you down. fucking stop you. It'll stop well, you before you get to the end. I looked at where you were at. The next closest town that you were near was Mountain Home, which is up in the Ozarks. Mountain View. Mount, yeah, Mountain View, 
Which is well, up if in anybody the ever wants to see where this is at, it was it's called Onia, Arkansas. O N I A, Arkansas. And I went to a place. I'm not gonna say the company's name. No, 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 no. Yeah, we don't. But it was a place. Is the guys that like does woodworking stuff. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I went and picked up. Two pallets, about three thousand pounds a piece. And so, yeah. Yep. <clears throat> so that was like. It was two and a half hours out there. Took the guy. Took me about 20 minutes at his place to get the stuff loaded and gone. Mm-hmm. And another two and a half hours back. Because I left at 5.30 and got back right at 11. And then had to go run my route. <laughs> well, no. I had to go switch out a trailer for Amazon or Cat. And then I had to run my route. So, it was. And I didn't. But I still got all that shit done. And I was gone by like 4.45. I told him, peace out, dude. I'm out. Mm-hmm. Y'all gonna have to figure out how to. And I told the guys like, you better make sure we only got one trailer going to Dallas because I'm not running Dallas this weekend. Better yeah, figure they, it out. They were gonna try to get you to run Dallas on Saturday, which means well, no, no, no. you'd have been working six days this week. We have a rotating schedule. There's eight of us, and each weekend one of us is on call. Mm-hmm. It's something like if a trailer's left over for either Memphis or Dallas or whatever, and they need somebody to run it, that's who has to do it. Right. But only time they'll do it if it's a one-for-one trailer. If it's a, like, we won't go to Memphis with an empty trailer to pick up a load that's down there. Right. Or we won't take a loaded trailer to Memphis just to bring an empty back. It's got to be a load-for-load. Load. Mm-hmm. So it's it's extremely rare when that actually happens. Um, although it did happen last weekend. <laughs> but the guy who had quit... This was supposed to be his weekend. And I have to fill in for missing people. Because? Because I got promoted to driver lead. Officially. Officially. Yes. And so, like, I do a lot of stuff that's right around terminal, right around the city. And But if one of these guys is, calls in or doesn't come into work or is off for whatever reason, that's the route I run. I run their route for them that mm-hmm. day. And now it sucks because... When you go to the same places all the time, you know where to go. Mm-hmm. You know where you got to get when you get there and all this stuff. When you go to some place new, I always pull in and pull off to the side somewhere to get out of the way. So I can like be out of the way so I'm not blocking any kind of customers they have coming in and out. That way I can... Then I'll go inside and find somebody and say, hey, where do I go? But these places that I've been to... Like, I know, like, when I go to this one spot already in Hot Springs, which is one of the routes that I've covered a couple times, I know when I go there, pull in, I back in, bam, let's go. Load me up. Or a delivery. Go in, and this one delivery, I was so pissed that I had that damn delivery again because it was this little, like, um, like a plumbing store. Mm -hmm. Like a plumbing and hardware store, right? In uh, Hot Springs. Mm Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it's on a small road, and when you pull in, you have to actually pull into a pallet yard across this road, and then back in from there. Mm-hmm. And when I went the first time, there was already another truck in one of their two dock doors. Now, you talking about tight. I missed the wall on one side with my mirror on the passenger side by about an inch and a half. Mm-hmm. The other side where the other truck was, 
Once I got to a certain point, I had to stop and fold my mirror in because my mirror was going to hit his his mirror. Mm-hmm. That's how tight that shit was. Mm-hmm. Now, this, luckily, this last time I went, there was nobody else there, so I got to just go in and pull in back in. It looked like I knew what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> but I did feel good. There was one place that I went to there. It was just, It was really weird to get into it because when you pulled into the driveway, their dock was like straight in front of you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I had to like, but they had like, almost looked like a pitchfork. You know, it had, it had three different ways to go. Okay. And so I pulled into the right, backed into the left side, went back out their driveway to get into back into their dock. Because the- when you pull in, the dock's facing you where you got to back into And you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you're already pulling in thinking, how in the fuck am I going to do this? And when I backed in, I told the guy, I said, man, I'm sorry that it took me so long. He said, He said, we might actually, because we have security cameras everywhere. Mm-hmm. He said, we have these, some of these other drivers that have come in here. And they say, how the hell do you get in this dock door? We may just use that footage and save it and say, watch this. This is how you do it. <laughs> because he, they said they have had guys out there for a couple of hours. Trying to figure out how to get Trying to figure out how to get back. Because when you back pull back in from the driveway, the driveway's angled. And the dock is straight, and so you have to kind of, almost kind of blindside back in to get into their dock. It's really weird. Mm-hmm. But I got it in there, and the guys, like, they've had guys out there for, like, over a couple of hours before trying it, and until they finally got in. They've had some that, after a couple of hours, that were there for a pickup, just said, fuck it, y'all gonna have to get somebody else come pick this shit up. I can't get in your dock. I'm leaving. And they would leave. They gave up. Damn. So that made me feel kind of good that I got in that damn place. Should make, that should make you feel very good. <laughs> and especially considering I was, I'm used to driving one of the 53-foot trailers. Mm-hmm. And this was one, the trailer going to Hot Springs is one of the shorter 42-foot trailers with the, with the lift gate. Right. And those short trailers, you're thinking, oh, it's a short trailer. Yay. No. They, they, They're they, harder to back up straight. They back because, differently. Well, they back up the same. But the problem is, like, when you adjust... Sorry, cardboard. That was my vape this time. A small adjustment, and that trailer starts whipping over on you. It doesn't take very much to move that trailer. Uh So it took some getting used to. And the first one I had to really back into was at that little plumbing store. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God. I'm going to hit this guy's building. (laughs) I'm going to hit this truck that's already in there. But anyway. Well, you didn't, so it's okay. And then talk about Poduck. That Onaya. Mm-hmm. About a mile and a half down a fucking gravel road. Nice. And what's bad is like, it's like it couldn't have been, it couldn't have worked out worse. I'm going down this gravel road, right? Okay. And I'm like, I really hope I don't meet nobody on this damn road because there's, <laughs> there's no place to go. There's no place to fucking go. And I go around a corner and sure shit, here comes a guy in a pickup truck. And I'm like, motherfucker. I was like, I kind of pulled over as far as I could to the side and I stopped. I'm like looking at him. I was like, what you going to do, dude? Because this is as far as over as I can go. I don't know what your plan is. If you're just going to back up until you get somewhere out of the way or I can get by you or what. But he actually pulled up onto the side. Like he was like sitting like at an angle to get out of the way. Mm-hmm. And I was able to squeeze in past him and he was able to go. I get, They're probably used to that shit though. Yeah. But it was funny because when I got back... <laughs> I told my boss, I said, man, I had to bite my fucking tongue when I was out there, dude. 
I said because this because I almost said something to this guy because he made the comment that this was a fairly new customer and this guy's ordered a lot of stuff and my first reaction which I caught myself thank God my filter kicked in before my mouth started running because my first thought was <laughs> who's gonna come pick this shit up because it ain't gonna fucking be me <laughs> Because I'm not coming back out here for two fucking pounds again. Fuck you. I told my boss that. He's like, oh, I've been... He, he raised hell that they agreed to pick this shit up in the first place. Mm. Because it... You got to think, you know, that's it, almost $150 in just payroll. Mm. Just to send somebody out there to pick it up. Right. That's not including the fuel cost just to get out there to pick it up. Yeah, well, you're going, so what, two hours out the way. is this guy having to pay for shipping... To make it worth it for us to spend the payroll to go out there to get it and come back, the fuel to go out there and get it and come back, and then we're putting it on trailers that's eventually going to get these pallets all the way to Florida, Mm -hmm. to Tampa. He has to be paying out to ass. And it's like, Boston, you know, it's not like this guy's paying the bills. We pick up up from him like maybe four times a year. And I told him, well, (laughs) we got eight drivers. I have my turn. I'll I'll go back in a couple of years. I'm not doing that (laughs) shit no more. I said, you know what you really ought to do? The next time that shit comes up to really fuck with somebody, send someone out there to get that shit that's never been OTR. Yeah. That's never driven through that shit. I guarantee you if he leaves at 5 o'clock in the morning, you're not going to see his ass till 2. Yeah. <laughs> because because it's so treacherous out there. Yeah. Because like, like, it, it took me probably 30 minutes longer to get out there than it did to get back. Because you kind of knew coming back what to expect. Yeah, because I, yeah. I was kind of like some of these curves. It was like blind curve over the hill. And, you, and you're like, oh, shit. So you're like trying to get ready for it. And it's not really as bad as it would look like. And some of these roads are going down. And you're like, what the fuck am I going down this road for? <laughs> <laughs> I saw that shit like, why am I going down this fucking road? What am I getting into? <laughs> but and but on the way back, I knew what to do. And I was like, I'm going now. <laughs> I was like passing people and shit. I'm like, yeah. fuck you, I'm gone. It's like, I'm gone. <laughs> but it was pretty cool. <clears throat> oh, speaking of shit to do with trucks, I saw a TikTok a while ago that made me laugh. This guy, when I, I was trying to figure out what he was doing. Mm-hmm. But in the TikTok, he had like one of those orange Gatorade coolers mm-hmm. strapped to the wheel of his pickup truck. The wheel? Like the wheel, and the, not the tire, but the wheel. Okay. Right? Had it strapped to it. What the fuck is he doing? Well, he's, you see him putting eggs and milk and some other stuff in this container. He's making ice cream. He made ice cream and with his fucking truck. He put it all in this cooler. He put it like this. It was like a paint bucket uh-huh. with some Oreos and some crushed up Oreos. Put it in there. Put like this ice cream salt, you know, to keep it cold or to get it, say it, get it, say it colder. Tighten the lid just as hard as he could. And then his wife followed him down the road while he was driving down the road. So that little them Gatorade cooler just a spinning. And when he gets back, he kicks the lid off, takes that out, opens the lid up. <laughs> He's got Oreo ice cream made. Oh, my God. I was like, that is some redneck shit, and I fucking love it. <laughs> you know what? If it works, it ain't stupid. Isn't that what you've always told me? Jing, jing. That is the redneck motto right there. And... I, we we follow that in our, in our house. It works and ain't stupid. <laughs> but I thought that was fucking awesome. 
Not to change the subject, but kind of to change the subject. Have you heard about the orcas that are um, organizing in the ocean? Yes, you talked about that the other day. Now, Randy, all I knew was that this orca got hit by a boat. It basically pissed the orca off. The orca went and got his homies and said, Hey, yo, homies, they hit me with their boat. I'm not exactly sure which boat it is. So we're just going to fuck them all up. And so they've been out there every time a boat goes by... These orcas, like, basically go after this fucking boat. Yes. So, what they've been but doing... But there's more to it. I'm going to let you tell that, because I haven't heard this part of it. Okay. So, at first, when Gladys got hit, her pod was swamping... You, you've, see, you've seen orcas swamp a um, an ice floe to get a, to get a seal off of it. Which is fucking crazy. Which is insane, because they all swim together... And they make this gigantic wave that just swamps the seal directly off of the ice flow. Okay? So they were doing that shit, and they were dumping over yachts. Yes. Just like, you know, smaller yachts. But, like, like they were just knocking these things over and, and swamping. They weren't attacking the people. They were just attacking the boats. They were attacking the boats. That pissed them off. But they have figured out that what hurt Gladys was not just the boat. It was the motor off that boat. It was the rudder. Because the rudder is what hit her. The rotor. Yeah. So what the these propeller. Yeah. So what these orcas have been doing is they've been ripping off the rudders and ripping off the motors off these boats. And going to the back of these boats and just coming up and grabbing the motors off of them and just yanking them yanking off. Yanking them off and leaving the boats adrift yeah. so that they can't hurt any more orcas. And on top of that, the orcas have gone to the dolphins and the whales. And the dolphins and the whales are helping them pull this shit off. That's just fucking crazy. I mean, the level, like, how does a killer whale go to this dog and say, hey, hey, you little smart-ass motherfucker, come here. <laughs> You're going to help a brother out. Let's go. We're going to go fuck up some boats. Or, and the little, and the little dolphin's like, huh? <laughs> You're coming with me or I'm going to fucking eat you. And I'm sure the dolphin's like, help or get eaten. All right, be right there, dude. <laughs> But they're organizing with all of they're organizing with whales and they're organizing with dolphins and they're organi- I don't know if porpoises are involved but I know dolphins are involved but they're ripping the rudders off these boats if they can't get the motor they're getting the rudder and leaving the boats out there just adrift having to be rescued that is fucking insane it's, but what and maybe you can help me with this we watched an animal at the Dallas Aquarium perform a multi-step process to do what it wanted what what was it that we watched them do was it at the aquarium or what because there was something that we watched the other day where this animal had to do two or three steps to fit to to get from point a to point b and i can't remember what it was but i remember thinking holy shit that animal had to do some high level thinking to go okay if i do this this will happen and then this can happen and then i can do this and get whatever it was that i was actually wanting what was it that i was watching the other day i don't remember this okay so maybe maybe i dreamed it i don't know but <laughs> animals animals you don't see it very often like like for example my dog as much as I would like to believe that he's a smart dog, he's dumb as a box of hammers. He Him is just dumber and shit, ain't you, baby? <laughs> he is a Him sweetheart. So dumb, he's a sweetheart, but he is dumb as shit. <laughs> so watching him perform a multi-step action would be like watching him play the piano, because it would be so weird. But 
these orcas and these whales and these dolphins are performing multi-step actions to get to the desired outcome. And that just blows my mind because we don't, we as humans, we think we're better than everybody else. We think that we're smarter than everybody else. But dolphins are at least as smart as we are. No. Pretty close. They just can't vocalize. We can communicate with them. We, they just can't vocalize because they can't. They don't have the the vocal cords to speak English. But if they had the ability to speak English, they would. They're pretty damn smart. But the fact that they isolated the rudder on these boats is just the most insane thing I've ever heard in my life. So I think one of the neatest things I've seen is when this lady went to the zoo, took her kids to the zoo, and she had a newborn. And one of the gorillas, a female gorilla, was sitting right next to the side, to the window. And she was, like, sitting right there on the other side of the glass, obviously, looking at the gorilla, (laughs) taking pictures with it, right? (coughs) Well, then the lady takes her baby out and was, like, holding it up for the gorilla to see. And the gorilla was, like, all but, like, pawing at it Mm -hmm. through the glass, you know, trying to, like, play with the baby. And the next thing you know, this gorilla gets up and runs off. And the gorilla comes back with her baby. Oh, my gosh. And she was, like, holding her baby up for the lady to see. That's so cute. She's like, you show me your baby, I'm going to show you my baby. That's so cute. You know, and that, that that's high-level thinking. Extremely. like, you show me your baby, and I'm going to go get mine and show you mine. You know, that that was just, that was A cool. leads to B. Yeah. And then for, that, for, the, for the gorilla, A led to B. Yeah. That's, that's just, whew. But and I mean, I, and I just like thinking about how the gorillas. Cause I like I didn't see anything. I didn't know it till the other day till I saw something. Like they were talking about, like you see different things about bite force. Mm-hmm. Do you know that a gorilla's fucking bite force is strong enough to crack a bowling ball in half? Really? No, I didn't know that. I heard that. And I was like, what the fuck? Now I know orangutans. <laughs> orangutan, orangutan. Orangutan. Whatever. Um, so I know those guys can take a garage door spring and tie it into a bow. Not, yeah. Without exerting any force because they're so fucking strong. If you were to take one of those springs, you wouldn't be able to move it. But those guys can just sit there and just take it and turn it. Into I wonder a if a if if the reason that's possible, because what. Determine stuff like that is blood flow and oxygen in the blood. Mm-hmm. So to me, that means that either their heart is bigger, their blood vessels are bigger, or their heart and blood blood vessels are just more efficient. Maybe it's efficiency plus muscle efficiency, just because of the fact that they've had to evolve to carry themselves around on their arms more than anything. We didn't evolve that way. That's why our legs are so powerful. But but the size of a muscle is going to limit to how much it can do. Yeah. Without the blood flow and the oxygen in the blood. That that has to be, that's a factor. I don't honestly don't know, but can, okay, okay. (laughs) This is where my brain goes. Think about an orangutan with a workout schedule. Yeah. (laughs) How strong would that motherfucker be? (laughs) 
let's get this silver back in the gym. I haven't pumped him some iron. How fucking, <laughs> let's see how strong we can get this motherfucker. I know I've said this before on the podcast, but I had never seen gorillas in real life until we came to Little Rock. Yeah. And, and we saw the gorillas at the zoo. I did not realize how human-like they are. Yeah. And it freaked me out the first time I saw them because I was like, why are they in cages? <laughs> like this... You know, and Parker has Parker has just the best picture of a gorilla. Oh, that one! Uh, no, he of got a chimpanzee. The, the zoo to, this last weekend. Such a great picture yes. of this chimpanzee. It's it's a close up on its face, and it just it looks so intelligent and just I don't know how else to describe it other than that. It looks like it knows what's going on. Yeah. And and how can you say that it doesn't? Because you can teach you can teach gorillas and you can teach chimpanzees to communicate with sign language, and they know hundreds and hundreds of words. And see how can you tell how can you tell me that they're not at least that they're not as smart as humans? What about that fucking elephant that paints pictures? Mm-hmm. He'll paint a fucking landscape with an elephant. I he paint a little fucker base paints better not good. <laughs> Seen painting this shit, and you're like, "Fuck you, man! Fuck you, <laughs> stupid elephant." Where's a mouse? I'm gonna scare you. Well, we were we were talking at work the other day about elephants and how intelligent they are, and um, we were we're talking about this guy who had he ran an elephant sanctuary and had elephants on the sanctuary. Well, a bull elephant who was wild came up to the fence one day and was like indicating that he needed to be helped. You know, that there's something going on. And so the guy went out there and I can't remember what was wrong with the bull elephant, but whatever it was, the guy fixed it. And then the elephant went off on about his business. Years later, this guy dies. Mm-hmm. That elephant brought his entire fucking pod to the funeral. And they mourned for him. That elephant didn't they like? Didn't they have like like? Didn't they like like, like, like trumpeted and shit like that? Yes. Yeah. And then on top of that, there was another story where this woman in Africa had been helping poachers to kill baby elephants because that's what the poachers wanted, and to kill the elephants with the tusk and to kill the babies. The elephants knew her, found her house, killed her while she was out getting water ran her over and stomped her to death, came back the next week and knocked down her house. Mm-hmm. I mean, just absolutely. And, and I think, I think they showed up at her funeral too and like trashed the funeral. Well, see, that's like that one you, you heard about the guy, <laughs> the guy that had this elephant that had like a hurt foot uh-huh. and it was like holding his paw up or his foot up, his right? His foot up, yeah. And the guy went over there and like started messing with this wild elephant and it was like in a sanctuary or whatever, and he had like a big ass stick stuck in his foot, like okay. a like a big ass splinter. So he helped the elephant. Right? right. He pulled it out, and the elephant trumpeted and went off. You know. And then he said he was in the same country, or whatever. And he was at a zoo, and he was at the zoo, and he saw an elephant look just like that one. And the elephant started lifting his paw up, and the guy's like, "Holy shit, that's the same elephant!" And then when he climbed into the the enclosure. The elephant grabbed him by the leg and, like, started slinging him around and killed him. And realized, you know, I wasn't the same fucking elephant. <laughs> you know? That's horrible. I wasn't the same elephant. <laughs> you should be, you should feel bad about that. 
the stupid ones always weed themselves out. They find That's a way. True. That's very true. You should never climb into an enclosure with an elephant. That's not a good idea. Or any wild animal. There was a dude that I that I saw on a Facebook the other day. He was a guy in Africa. Lived in Africa. Um, raised a hippo from the time it was a bitty, bitty baby. Has pictures of himself riding this hippo yeah. around. This juvenile hippo. And was out playing with it in the river one day. And the motherfucker drug him down and ate him. And drowned him and killed him, yeah. Yeah. Because... Hippos are the most dangerous animal on the planet. They kill more people than just about any other animal on the planet. Because they don't give a fuck. They will murk you. Because they are so... They don't like try to chase you off if you get in their territory. They're aggressive. They're, they they're going to try to kill you before you get out of their territory. Yeah. Extremely aggressive. I mean, you see this big-ass damn animal. And I've seen videos of these guys on boats like hauling ass. Not only is it like a flat bottom boat, but they're hauling ass through this Amazon River or whatever. The next thing you know, you see this ripple in the water coming at them. And this big ass fucking hippo comes out of the water, like right fucking next to them. And they're like, go, 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 go. Yeah. Do not mess with the hippos. They're cute when they're babies, but you need to leave them alone when they get to be adults. They will mark your ass. They're mean as shit. MSNBC is a top news network again. Well, for once. Well, you get, I think, Tucker's gone. Ingram's not doing her show anymore. Oh, they fired her? No, she's just not doing her show. Oh, okay. Somebody else is standing in doing the Ingram report, but it's not Laura. I wonder what happened. Same kind of shit that happened with Tucker. The the Dominion thing and all that bullshit. And Hannity is, like, toned it way down. Yeah. (laughs) And so... That's, they're not appealing to their hardcore maggots anymore. Those guys have all gone to New, Newsmax and OAN because yeah. they, they spend the most insane stuff now. But MSNBC beat out uh, Fox and CNN. CNN. They're now the number one news network. And Rachel Maddow has the number one rated show. Which is great because I fucking love Rachel Maddow. <clears throat> yep, yep. Um, hey, um, so... I hate to go on to politics, but I have a little bit of politics here, if that's okay with you. Um, have you heard about the bribery tapes? The Biden bribery tapes? Yes. What have you heard about them? That they keep asking Biden about these supposed bribery tapes that they have of him taking bribes, him and, him, him and or his son taking bribes from these Ukrainian officials. And Biden said it was all malarkey. And the people they've tried to talk to about it, their response has been like... And it's funny because I was listening to Fox News and it's like, they were talking about this stuff and there's like, that, that's all they keep saying is, well, if it's true, show me the tapes. Well, it's a credible witness. It's a credible person. Okay, well, you say you have the tapes. Let's see them. Let's hear them. Why do you... you, you it's a credible witness. <laughs> Good for you, buddy. Let me see the tapes. Yeah, if it happens, show me the proof. And that, that's where I fall on this, because the only person who says they've seen the transcript of the tape is Chuck Grassley. And, no, 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 uh, there's two people. Chuck Grassley and Rudy Giuliani have apparently seen or heard these tapes. The only problem is Chuck Grassley and Rudy Giuliani are known to be liars, especially where Trump is involved. And they're willing to carry Trump's water regardless. Mm -hmm. 
Nobody else has seen any evidence of the tapes or the, or the document or the transcripts. And the only reference that we have to it is the corrupt Ukrainian official who Donald Trump was impeached over. Yeah. So forgive me for using a common logical fallacy of a genetic fallacy, but this thing is dirty from the time it come out. And I don't, it, it doesn't really have legs to stand on. Now, if you can find something on Biden, fucking impeach him. Bring him up on charges. I don't care. I don't worship the man. I don't give a shit. Make Kamala Harris the president. How about that? See, <laughs> because that if you impeach him. the funniest thing I've heard is like, you know, y'all sit there talking about how y'all want to impeach Biden and get rid of him and give him this. You realize what's going to happen, right? Y'all going to make a black woman the president. That's right. And they're all like, what? Oh, impeach them both. Okay, great. Impeach them both. Fine. Can't do it at the same time. Can't do it at the same time. Because the moment you impeach Biden, Kamala becomes the president. And then what she's going to do, which would really just make the world great, and just to piss off the, all the snowflakes on that side, she gets on the phone. Hey, uh, Hillary, come here. I got a job for you, sweetie. Come here. Come see me. Could be my VP. You talking about she makes her her vice president? Think of the job security Kamala would have. Because <laughs> they're like, you know what? We're going to deal with the black lady. <laughs> you fine. You go, girl. You all right. They're going to leave her the fuck alone. They are. They absolutely <laughs> they are. They would leave her the fuck alone. There would be no will... attempts on her life. There would be no. no they would protect would her. <laughs> I mean, she would have the, the proud boys watching her back. <laughs> I heard Hillary Clinton on a podcast the other day on Pod Save, uh, Pod Save America, um, and she was on the live show, and it was great listening to her. And I think I finally figured out oh, my why. Line's gone. I think I finally figured out why people don't like Hillary. Because she's they they're very. Hold on, I'm trying to get the word. They are not intimidated by her. They are. What's the word I'm looking for? They're. Um, is it intimidated? Yeah. They're made to feel inadequate by her. I don't know if that's the word I'm trying to think of. Here's here's my theory on why people don't like her. She is unquestionably the smartest person in every room she's in. Yeah, they don't like her because they're... Oh, shit, I almost had it. They don't like her because she's the smartest person in the room that she's in. And... She knows it. That's the part that people don't like. You can, people, people in America can sort of tolerate an uppity woman. A woman who knows more than her man. Yeah. What they can't tolerate is a woman who knows she knows more than her man. They have to keep women humble. They have to keep women in their place. And Hillary is not only the smartest person in every room she's in, she knows it. And she is not afraid to let you know. Not in a shitty way. She's not going to try to make you feel bad because she is at heart a consummate politician. But when you leave that room, you will know that she's smarter than you. And you will know that she knows that she's smarter than you. And I think that's why people don't like her. 
They're intimidated by her for sure. Unbelievably intimidated by her. <clears throat> and that just, but I listened to her on this podcast and she, like every answer she gave was insanely intelligent. It was not rehearsed. It was a beautiful political answer. And when I say beautiful political answer, I mean it was the type of answer that gave you the answer to the question that you were asking. Threatened. Yes. That's the word I was thinking of. They're threatened by her because of her intelligence. It gave you the answer to the question you were asking, but it made you feel like a better person because she wasn't making you feel bad about being wrong. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, people are definitely threatened by Hillary. Let's face Why it. Why can't I think of that word? I don't know. Why didn't you fill it in blanks for me? I don't know. That's your job to fill in my blanks. <laughs> you have a lot of blanks to fill in. But, I mean... Do I ever. Bill probably would not have been president without Hillary. I really think she was she was the backbone behind that throne. I really think so. Yeah. But anyway... Um, oh, did you know that the power grid is down in Texas again? No. Yes. It's not even summer. It's halfway through June. And the power grid went down. After Abbott got out there in front of all the cameras and promised it wouldn't go down. <laughs> it went down. I've got a friend that's been out of power for like two or three days now. Oh, shit. Yeah. Very, very, very bad. <laughs> so thank God we're not in Texas. <laughs> When Abbott got all pissy after Snowpocalypse and told the uh, the energy companies they were going to have to fix their shit, the next year he had retracted his statement mm-hmm. because they were giving him money. He's not going to hold them to account when they're giving him money. He's a corrupt politician. But there is one thing I miss about Texas. H-E-B. H-E-B. Well, there used to be two things I missed about Texas. Now there's only one. What was the other thing? What's the other one I need to go to? What? <gasps> Tomorrow's Father's Day. I know where you're taking me to eat now. Where are you taking me? Two things I used to miss about Texas. Uh-huh. One is H-E-B. Uh-huh. The other? Uh-huh. La Hacienda? Nope. What? Whataburger. <gasps> I'll take you to the Whataburger. There's one out on, on uh, Chanel. I know exactly where it's at. Right yeah. there by the other car wash you used yes. to use. yes. And the day that sucker opened up, the had, line was almost to the light before you got over there. Yeah. It was like a half a mile long. It was damn near to Costco. Yeah. Because that's a whole they had, new thing. They had the police out there directing traffic for a week when that thing opened. Mm-hmm. In fucking sane. And what's bad is that Taco Bell opened roughly the same time the Whataburger opened. And they're right there next to each other and they use the same drive-in. You can't get in there. Well, <laughs> you can't fucking get in there. So we're going to have to go by there and check it out, see if we can find a good time to go by there tomorrow. Well, you said you wanted a good burger. Whataburger's a good burger. But, I mean, I want to try, I want to go back to Whataburger because I love their fucking burgers and their onion rings and their fries. Their onion rings are the best. I like... Like, okay, well, like we've talked... I've talked about this before. Like, let me have the perfect meal. Like, mm-hmm. if you're going to go, like, not counting Whataburger's fast food, mm-hmm. all right? Talking like true fast food, best meal. To me, I go by Burger King, I get me a Whopper. 
I swing by McDonald's and get me some fries. And then I go by Sonic for some onion rings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then if we were still in Waco. The Dr. Pepper. The, the Dr. Pepper. The Dr. The Dr. Taco Pepper Bell. on Hewitt Drive. <laughs> the Taco Bell. Whoever mixes their CO2 with the carbonation with everything and their syrup is, man, they got that shit on lock. That, their Dr. Peppers awesome. were the, the Diet Dr. Peppers were the best. Oh. Because let me tell you, sweetie, Dr. Pepper in a can, Dr. Pepper in a bottle, Dr. Pepper from a soda fountain. No, all three taste And different. Dr. Pepper in a 20-ounce plastic bottle. Those are four separate drinks. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I agree. And Dr. Pepper Zero, that's a fifth separate drink. That is, those are, you cannot compare them. Mm-mm. Because they are incomparable to each other. Okay? Same thing with Coke, the same way. And like, like a, you find Coke in a glass bottle, I guarantee it's going to taste better than any kind of bottle or can. Costco has them. We need to go back by there tomorrow. Well, those are the Mexican some. Cokes. I don't drink those anymore because they're too high sugar. Oh, okay, 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 okay. But, but still, Coke I in really a bottle I really like is, Coke Zeros. Yeah, Coke, yeah. Well, I've gotten to the point now where if I drink a regular Dr. Pepper, which I don't like regular, I just don't like the taste of Coke. Ugh. That's just not like one of my things. But if I drink a regular Dr. Pepper, it makes me sick to my stomach. Yeah, I can drink a regular Coke. But I cannot drink a regular Dr. Pepper. It will make me sick. I don't know why. Somebody the other day, one of my friends, one of my little bastard friends. Chris, I know she's listening. You can tell her I said this. She's a bastard friend. So, she said that there's 42 flavors in Dr. Pepper, and she wishes one of them tasted good. (laughs) You can tell her I think she's a bastard, Chris. (laughs) Anyway, I need to get some more weed. Look at this. Look at this. I'm down to like no weed. That's the only one you got? No, I have another one, but it's got about that much in it. Oh. It's not good. This is unacceptable. Um, oh! Politics. Bless one you, more, One more thing on politics. Um, so Trump has state charges coming out of New York. He's got federal charges coming out of Florida. Yep. He's got federal charges out of New York as well? No. I don't know. I don't think so. No. Okay. So he's got state charges coming out of New York. He's got federal charges coming out of Florida. He is the um he is the loser in a defamation and sex crimes case to the tune of $5 million. He is being sued in the state of New York by the state of New York for $250 million for tax fraud. There are charges about to come out of Georgia and there are more charges about to come out of New York with the January 6th thing. And this is something I learned the other day day because i told you probably he is about to get charged in new jersey as well oh no i told you about the other one which one pa yeah yeah we'll get to that one in a second but he's about to have charges come out of new jersey because he his bedminster golf course in new jersey he had his body man walter nauda move documents from mar-a-lago to new jersey yep so if i was the prosecutor in New Jersey, 
My first action would be to draw to dig up Ivana's grave. Because I guarantee you there is some shit in that coffin that he doesn't want anybody to see because Ivana was cremated. There is no reason to have a coffin. Here's what I would do. Hey, Mr. Body Man, come here. What kind of immunity deal you want, buddy? Yep. Oh, no. That motherfucker is going to prison unless he turns a deal. And even if he turns a deal, he'll probably still go to prison. It'll just be like for three years instead of 30 years. And to offer him a full immunity if you talk and give us the good shit. Yeah. And proof of the good shit. Well, all those pictures that you see from the indictment, the bathroom picture, the picture of those boxes that are turned over, all that shit came from Nauda's phone because he took pictures of all that shit. So the bathroom picture trips me out because you see the bathtub and it's got a shower curtain that's drawn and then you see about 15, 20 boxes that are just like stacked up in front of the shower curtain. But you Trump all those boxes had personal belongings like shirts and shoes on. Whatever, whatever. But anyway, there's like 15 or 20 boxes stacked up in front of the um the 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 bathtub and the shower curtain. But if you look over the shower curtain, there's boxes stacked to the ceiling in the shower. So we're talking like another 25 boxes behind that shower curtain. You just can't see, but you can see the tops of them. Mm. And do you know what struck me about that bathroom? It's got a chandelier in it. Yeah. There's a chandelier in that motherfucking bathroom. And there's a little tiny toilet chandelier. I don't know if you saw that one. No. There's a big chandelier hanging from the middle of the room. And then there's a little tiny toilet chandelier hanging over the tank. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's so fucking tacky. It's but this so guy, tacky. this guy supposedly cares about all the little backwood redneck motherfuckers that worship his ass. Well, they were talking about the the it's new... like he said, and they cheered him for it when he said he loves the poorly uneducated. Yeah, he loves the uneducated. And no, he loves the poorly educated. What they were, what the Republican Party line is now is Trump actually cared about keeping those documents safe at Mar-a-Lago because a bathroom door has a lock on it. So he was clearly keeping them locked up. The problem is, bathroom doors locked from the inside, not the outside. Mm-hmm. So no, he wasn't keeping them locked up. Well, see, but everybody's talking about, oh, what about the, the stuff that Pence had and the stuff that Biden had? Why aren't they going after him? Why aren't they going after this one? It's like... It, they're, they're not going after Trump because he had the documents. No. That's not why they're going after him. They're going after him because they said, hey, you've got these documents. You need to give them back. And they have recordings of this motherfucker talking to people going, why can't we just tell them we don't have anything? Yeah. Just tell them we don't have anything. And that's what they did. We don't have anything. National Archives goes you with the FBI. And he's got these documents. We know he's got them. He's not supposed to have them because they, they did not get declassified. He needs to give them back. Oh, I don't have those. So they get the judge to get them the, the search warrant. They go out there. What do they find? The exact fucking documents. They said, these are the ones you've got to send back. Mm-hmm. He refused to give them back. That's why he's in trouble, you stupid fucks. It's not because he had them. It's because he lied about having them. And refused to give them. And now he's sitting there saying that he's wanting the 
the prosecution, the federal government to drop all the charges, apologize to him, and bring him back all of his boxes that they illegally stole from him. Bill Barr was on... Oh, fucking hate that dude. I hate... Mm. Bill Barr was on... I think he was on MSNBC the other day. I'm not 100% sure. I can't remember what, what news program he was on. But Bill Barr was the... Uh, he was the uh, Department of Justice while Trump right. was in office. And um, he was a toady for Trump, um, honestly. And he's come out since Trump he is out of office. He was the Department of Justice. He was a DA. Yeah, he was a DA. I'm sorry, yeah. Um, but he's, he's come out General. since... Um, Trump was out of office, and he's been speaking out against Trump, which I wish he would have done while he was in office, but I understand job security. Like, I get that. You can't just immediately turn on your boss. You, there's certain things you got to do. Like, right. I, I understand. There's, there's some self-preservation in there. But he came out and he said, Trump knew this stuff was not declassified. Trump knew he could not declassify it. Nothing would have happened to Trump if, when the National Archives had said, hey, can you, can you return this stuff? He had just said, okay, here it is, and given it all back. And if Trump truly believed that that stuff was his and he could keep it, all he would have to do, according to Bill Barr, is just petition the National Archives to let him keep it. And if it was something he could have kept, they would let him keep it. Because they do that shit all the time. And Bill Barr said there is a process for keeping documents that are yours from the National Archives. Trump chose not to follow that process and decided to put up two middle fingers when they subpoenaed him. When, when they got to the point where they had to subpoena these documents. He put up two middle fingers and said, fuck you, they're mine. And at that point, they sent in the FBI. This has been a year, two years in the making, for them even going after the documents because they were trying to do it in such a way that Trump would not get in trouble. And even his former attorneys have been coming out and saying, hey, we told him if he did A, B, and C, nobody would say a fucking word to him. Mm-hmm. And it would be fine. But he chose to not do A, B, and C, and instead to do D, which is the exact opposite of the thing he should have done. And he D told, stands for Donald, which is dumb. And he, Trump, told us, the lawyers, to go fuck ourselves. And that's why we don't work for him anymore. And he didn't pay. And those lawyers tend to get turned state's evidence. I don't know if you've noticed that, but a lot of his lawyers that don't work for him anymore have flipped mm -hmm. on him. <laughs> to give him back for the money they didn't pay him. Well, that, and I think... And they're a, trying to save their law license. There's a point as, at a, as a lawyer where you have to give everybody a good defense because you are innocent until proven guilty. Right. And even Trump is innocent until proven guilty. And I 100% believe that. And it behooves everyone in the justice system to get a vigorous defense. But I think these guys looked at the defense that they were going to have to give for Trump. And considering the fact that he can't keep his GD mouth shut about anything, they were just like, 
That is a windmill I'm not tilting at. Yeah, because they're like, the only way we can defend this guy is if we lie. Yeah. And, and it, that's how they lose their law license. Yeah. That's how. That's why he's that's lost. That's how Rudy lost his law license. Yeah, and they law, he's lost every fucking lawyer he's got, except for one. And the one that he still has is the one that said, I'll represent you, <laughs> but you're paying me up front. Yeah, $3 million up front. And I'm sure they probably made sure that check cleared before they yeah. started representing him. Because everybody knows, and that's just his thing. He doesn't pay fucking lawyers. That's why he can't keep it. That's why he keeps going through all of them. Right. Well, that, and they know that it's, he's undefendable. I, okay. But, and I'm going to say this real quick, and I'm going to let you go further into it. But I really like what you told me today. About what this one guy said who's on TikTok or Twitter or whatever. That's like, if he was truly, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna give politics girl. What she said. She she said, if Trump were truly innocent, or even if he's not innocent, but if he was defendable, where are the lawyers? Where are the lawyers who are trying to make their name? Where are these fresh out of law school? I will go to bat for anyone as long as I get paid lawyers lining up to defend Trump. If he if you truly believe he is innocent or if you truly believe he is defendable, why are you not in there to be the person who gets the president of the United States a second chance? Because that would absolutely make your career. You could name your price from then on out because you were the guy that got Donald Trump off. And speaking of... But nobody is trying to be his lawyer. Nobody. In fact, he keeps losing lawyers. And it becomes a point where you're like, holy shit, how is this guy so fucking toxic that there's not a lawyer in the country that'll, that'll represent him? Anyway, go ahead. Speaking of him getting a second chance, what is Ron DeSantis doing to try to prevent that? <laughs> Ron DeSantis has requested from the RNC petition the RNC that they put a rule in place that anybody who is indicted who is on, under indictment under indictment cannot get the Republican. Nomination. Nomination for president. Which is funny. <laughs> and because if he gets them to do that. <laughs> which, would, which would be awesome if they did. Which would mean Trump couldn't run. Right. But it's also going to possibly ki- prevent him from running as well. Uh-huh. <laughs> because that sheriff in Texas <laughs> has been with, talking with some other government official to file federal charges against DeSantis mm-hmm. and Abbott mm-hmm. for human trafficking. Mm-hmm. For trafficking people across state lines. Because they got <laughs> these people and they sent them up to, what was it, Martha Vineyard? Martha's Vineyard. And then uh, DeSantis has also sent people to New Mexico. And Abbott is bragging on Twitter that he sent a bunch of people to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Gavin Newsom, the guy from California, he's the one that's helping the sheriff. Yes. 
and he's serious about this shit. Yes, he because is. Because these people were told, hey, we're, we're going to send you here because we're going to have jobs for you here. And jobs they, and houses and they everything. They basically took them out there, kicked them out of the plane and said, deuces, and left. Yeah. And so they flew them, they piled them up in this plane, flew them to Florida, they landed in Florida, and then took off to California, to wherever they went. And what Abbott has been bragging about the last day or two that I've seen him on Twitter is he bunch bust a bunch of migrants from the border to Los Angeles, mm-hmm. which means he crossed state lines in a bus, and he did it because Los Angeles is a quote-unquote sanctuary city, mm-hmm. which is fine. But these people were told they would have jobs and houses waiting, which is trafficking people across state lines under a lie. And you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're telling them, hey, we're sending you to Los Angeles because it's a sanctuary city, that's one thing. But if you tell them, hey, we're sending you to Los Angeles, or we're sending you here because we have a job and a house for you, these people got out in L.A., had no clue where they were. Yeah. They didn't even tell them where they were going. Mm-hmm. They had no fucking clue where they were. And so, yeah, um, it would be really, really fucking hilarious if they got the RNC rule passed where somebody who's under indictment cannot run or cannot be get the Republican nomination, and then DeSantis ends up getting indicted on federal trafficking charges. That'd be funny as hell. That would be fucking hilarious. There are people. Could it be in... just like all the other stuff with their like with their book bannings? Oh well, well you got the 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 Bible ban. Well, that's not what we meant. That's what you said. That's buddy. not what we were trying to do. You know, we were just trying to ban them other books. <laughs> but I like how this one preacher I've been seeing come up on TikTok a lot. There's been two actually. One that I was telling you about about how he's like, oh y'all. So against this community, the LGBTQ community and everything, why don't you go ahead and start, do some research on these hymns that you'd be singing in church? And only sing the ones that weren't written by somebody like that. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to have much to choose from. That's right. And this one guy was talking about, he it was another black preacher, he was talking about, you know what, you against abortions? Fine, be against them. No, go get one. Yep. You against gays and this and that? That's fine. Just don't be one. But don't sit there and try to use Jesus' name to spread your hate. Mm -hmm. Just because you don't understand the complexity of everything that God creates. That's right. You, You sit up there and say, oh, God is perfect. He does this. He don't make no mistakes. So are you saying... This person that's gay was a mistake by God? Which is it, man? Either they are or they ain't. Is he an abomination? Or that's how God made him or her? You say God don't make mistakes, but God made them that way. Which is it, man? He said, how about you just leave people alone and let them live their lives the way they want to. And it was like a, 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 what is it, a stitch? Yeah. And this other guy's just raising his hand up. Preach, brother, preach. (laughs) 
the the thing that it took me a very long time to understand and appreciate in my own life and as the in the life of someone who's a christian is the fact that jesus did not tell us to accept people as they need to be what he did was he told us to accept people as they are which means it's not up to you to legislate to me how i need to live my life to be palatable to to god Mm -hmm. it is up to me to decide my relationship with god and it's up to you to accept that relationship that i have because every person's walk with god looks a little different Mm -hmm. if you line up a hundred christians and you ask them to define christianity you're going to get 110 answers. Yeah. Because nobody has the same walk with God. And it explicitly says in Scripture that everybody's walk is different, and that's okay. So it is not your job, dear believer, to fix me and put me on the right path to God. It is up to me to determine that relationship with God. And it's up to me to figure out what that looks like. And it's up to you to accept that as it is, not as you want it to be. Anyway, that's my rant for the night. <laughs> and you've been laughing the whole way through it. This has been, like, not good podcast. Because all I could think about was what you were talking, we were talking about earlier about, you see the video. Oh, my God. Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I was... <laughs> oh my god okay so i was at work the other night and i have a thing that i have to sell at work which is uh i'm not gonna tell you what it's called because then you'll know who i work for but um it is a insurance policy kind of protection policy thing that allows you to total out the car and be able to walk away from it without us filing on your insurance or charging you any money now, it costs you per day, but sometimes people like it better because it costs less than their deductible, which they would have to pay us if anything happened. So, this guy comes up, and I have stopped making it a question, are you going to get this product? I've just said, hey, which one are we getting today? And just making it less of a question, more of a, hey, you're getting this, so just tell me which one you want. So, I was describing all the things to him. And he's like, no, 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 no. I don't need coverage. I'm just going to trust God. I said, you're going to trust God even though you've got all these crazy drivers out here? And he's like, yeah, Jesus, take the wheel. And I said, honey, I don't think... I'm going to let Jesus take the wheel. And I said, honey, I don't think Jesus ever learned how to drive. (laughs) And he just gave me the weirdest fucking look, like... What's wrong with you? We started a whole conversation with us. I was like, you know, I never thought of that about how they talk about let Jesus take the wheel because you got to think about it. Why would you let some dude take the wheel that's never driven a car? <laughs> that's like taking your kid and say, I'm drunk, you drive. <laughs> I'm lost, you drive. You know, it's, it, I never thought of it that way until you said that. Now that. Every time I think about it, it just cracks me up because I'm just like, yeah, I mean, why would you, 
Put somebody behind the wheel. That's like me going and picking up somebody off the side of the street and say, hey, man, I'm tired. Come drive my 18-wheeler down the road for me. <laughs> and it's a, or, or especially one of my other 18-wheelers. That's a 10-speed. you got to know how to do all this shit. Yeah, don't worry about it. Just go. Come on. I mean, Jesus was a was a, a, a freaking Bronze Age. I was about to say carpenter, but the Bible actually never says Jesus is a carpenter. Did you know that? I thought his dad was a his Joseph. His dad was a carpenter. Was a carpenter. It I never always, says what Jesus did. I never heard of what he did. All I heard is he was the son of a carpenter. I've but technically, heard, he, he's not the son of a carpenter. Mm-mm. Which is funny. Because the genealogies that are given in Matthew and Luke are all genealogies because they had to prove, because of the prophecy, they had to prove that Jesus was related to David, King David. But the genealogy goes through his father, Joseph. It doesn't go through his mother, which until a few years ago when I started deconstructing, never struck me as weird that why would it go through his stepfather instead of his actual father or his mother? So, you know, it's just one of those things when you're indoctrinated you don't think about. I'm sorry. Mary was hoeing around and she's like, oh, it's a miracle. <laughs> I think, okay, because betrothal was one of those things that was a little weird back then. Um, I've heard it done two different ways. Um, so what they would do with betrothal is... They would have a 9, 10, 11-year-old girl, and they would need to get her married off to an older man. So they would ensure her having a, an established place to go. It would, it would ensure that she would be taken care of, that sort of thing. So Joseph was probably in his 30s, and Mary was probably 9, 10 years old when they were betrothed. Now... The way I was taught, and I honestly don't know if this is if this is right or not, but the way I was taught is that the betrothed girl did not start having any physical relations with her betrothed until she reached sexual maturity, which, disgustingly enough, is 12, 13 years old. Probably about 13. Right. But the betrothal before you reach sexual maturity the child was just being taken care of by a man who was eventually going to take advantage of her. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? So Mary more than likely was being physically assaulted by Joseph, got her pregnant Early. before she was supposed to be pregnant, before she had quote unquote reached sexual maturity. And then they had to play it off that it wasn't his kid. Because he was thinking about divorcing her um, and ended up not doing it. He, he ended up keeping her as a, as a wife. But it's very, very, very likely that he was just abusing her and got her pregnant. And that's where Jesus came from. Because, Jesus, uh, because Mary was no older than 14 when, when she had Jesus. And 14 is probably being pretty generous. Yeah. Which, cute little family story time. If you've made it this far in the podcast, thank you for making it this far. What's wrong with you? Cute little family story time. You know how you hear something your entire life and you don't think anything of it, and then the one day it strikes you as weird, you're like, what the fuck? 
like, had those moments, but I couldn't pinpoint one to you now. But I'm sure once you tell me what you're going at, it'll probably strike up a memory. I was taught this cute little story as I was growing up that Grandma and Grandpa, on my dad's side, Grandma was half Grandpa's age when they got married. Half his age. There's 16 years between them. 31 and 15? Uh-huh. Or 30 and 14? 30, 32. 32 and 16 is when my dad was born. Yeah. That's an eyebrow raiser. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, it was a different time then. It wasn't anything for a 15-year-old to get married. I don't give a fuck who you are. If you're marrying a 15-year-old, you're a pedophile. And my grandmother didn't know how to drive her entire life. Yeah. But see, you made that statement about how oh, they said, oh, well, things were different back then. It was a different time. So, makes me kind of wonder, what are things that happened... Like when we were in our 20s or teens, that 50 years, 60 years from now, people our age are going to be saying, or the younger generation is going to be like, what the fuck was wrong with y'all? Using the T slur is going to be one of them. That's going to be one of them, for sure. Calling people a word that is the exact same word that you use as a shortened form of transmission. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be one thing that our kids are going to look back on and go, what was wrong with you using that word? You can't use that word. There's going to be the yeah. T-slur along with the, uh, the N-word. <laughs> yeah. If you're debating the badness of two words. And you can't say one of them. <laughs> that's the worst word. That's the worst word. <laughs> what else you got to talk about? I think we pretty much covered everything I had. Mm. Oh, Spider-Gwen. You know Spider-Gwen? Mm-hmm. She might be trans. It is very possible that she's trans. They're at least leaning into the possibility that she's trans in the new movie that just came out. Her hmm. colors are white, light blue, and pink. That's the colors of the trans flag. Also... When she's in her room, she has a Protect Trans Kids sticker on her wall. And she kind of reads as androgynous. Hmm. So, they haven't explicitly come out and said that Spider-Gwen is trans. All I'm saying is, all of the other Spider-Mans are male. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And just talking about the, like the whole superhero and everything. <laughs> Guy at work this morning <laughs> got to talking about Marvel and DC characters and everything. And I was telling him, he talked about how he was, he's a Doctor Who fan and he was oh, I love Doctor a Who. Transformers fan growing up. And he likes, uh, we agreed on one thing. We both like the Punisher. Yeah. And I told him excellent that. Excellent show. It was, and I'm not sure why. But I told him, I said, you know, one of my favorite characters is Punisher. And he goes, you know, 
Knowing you, I'd probably guess that. That's not surprising. And I was kind of like, and it didn't really hit me till later, like. Because the cops support him or because he's anti-cop? Like, what is he getting at, you know? <laughs> but uh, he talked about how, you know, him and his kids like Batman. And I'm like, you know what? I said, this starts shit every time I say it. I said, but I cannot fucking stand Batman. I said, he is one of the most overrated superhero characters ever. I mean, you, you think about even the movie Justice League. Think of who he's in there with. Aquaman, who per canon is basically when he's in the water as strong as Superman is everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Then you had Wonder Woman. You had Cyborg. You had The Flash. Who is pound for pound the fastest thing on the entire planet, and that includes Superman. Yeah, he's faster. Well, well, there's been certain flashes that, like through comic history, that weren't. There was one that was like stupidly fast. I don't know if it was. I can't think of which one it was, but there was one where he was somewhere else, and a nuclear bomb went off by mistake. Mm-hmm. And it was a heavy populated area. And he got, he went to where it blew up and got every single person out into a minimum safe distance before the explosion killed them. Mm-hmm. Right. But he was talking, and he was kind of like, oh man, Batman is pretty good. I was like, no. I said, all right, think about that movie, Batman versus Superman. All these Batman lovers were like, yeah, man, Batman held his own because he was, you know, when he, he has time to prepare, he can hang with anybody. You know, he did, I was like, the only reason the fight got to the point where he could have used his, well, it was the kryptonite dust. Mm-hmm. Is because Superman allowed the fight to get to that point. Right. Because Superman was essentially pulling his punches at that point. Yeah, I mean, he could have easily just walked up and grabbed him and just ripped his head off his shoulders. Right. He could have killed him just completely fucking instantly. But that's not what Superman does. You know, and he said, now he did admit that he's a little bit more of a Nightwing fan than he is a... Batman fan, but he did like Batman, and I told him he's just completely overrated because he's they they put him in situations that he should not be able to get out of, regardless to how many gadgets and stupid shit he has. But I mean, there's he he just doesn't belong with some of the level of characters that they put him with because he's he's not on that kind of level with these true super people i mean yeah he's got the cool cars and he's got all the cool gadgets and all that stuff but he's the dark knight going out at night and hiding out in alleys and beating up people i mean come on but i don't know, I, I just don't care for him i think he's overrated i've seen a lot of this you know marvel versus dc characters and they were like and some people were like oh yeah well batman would he would take out iron man no he wouldn't 
You give him plenty of time to prepare. He's he. That's not a fight he would win. Well, I honestly, truly appreciate when the Justice League, when Flash asked Batman what his superpower was, and he's like, "Money." I'm rich. That's Batman's superpower. That's like his only superpower is he's rich. Okay. Now, granted, if, 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 in some weird scenario, Batman would, was able to, like, an EMP pulse or some way to render Iron Man's suit useless. In a hand-to-hand fight, yes, Batman would beat him up because he is more hand-to-hand combat trained. But you got to remember, Tony Stark is not a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. He's going to know Batman has all this stuff. So what is he going to do? Mm-hmm. He's going to blow him the fuck up before he... It's like, oh, you see all these NRA fellows? They're all in a little group right here. <laughs> I'm just going to push this button, and that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just not many. Maybe in a hand-to-hand fight, Batman and Punisher would be a better fight. I think that would probably be more applicable because Batman can take a beating and keep going, and so can the Punisher. Punisher. So, yeah, if you're talking in terms of, I don't technically have superpowers. Black Widow. Punisher. Batman, possibly Hawkeye, although he's not as much hand-to-hand anymore as he used to be. But he can, he can hang. Yeah. He can hang with Black Widow. But, yeah, in terms of I don't technically have superpowers, Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn would kick Batman's ass. I'm sorry. Her superpower, she just don't give a fuck. She don't give a fuck <laughs> and she's crazy. She's fucking crazy. That's her superpower. Yeah. But you got to think, like, with the whole Batman, say, Batman versus Punisher. I still say Punisher would win that every time. Because while Batman's using his Batarang or his Batnet or whatever the fuck he's using, Punisher's just going to fucking shoot him in the face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's going to be the Batman's end like, I don't use guns. And Punisher's like, oh, isn't that cute? Well, see, he says he doesn't use guns. There's guns all over the Batmobile. Yeah. But technically, Batman doesn't kill people. Mm-hmm. Punisher kills people. <laughs> he kills people in interesting ways. Yeah. We're talking like and Spartacus. Very, Spartacus level. Very, Dexter level. Very violent ways. <laughs> no, Dexter wasn't that violent. He yeah. It he was just gory. But... Gory, but... Punisher is very violent. So Spartacus was very violent. And I don't know if you knew this, but if you paid attention, every single person that was killed on Spartacus was killed a different way. Yeah. And so I feel like Punisher would be like that too. Like every person killed in Punisher would be killed like in a different and more interesting way than the last person. See, now I want to go through and watch Punisher again. That's such a great show. But... And I, I did start watching the new season, or the latest season on Netflix of The Flash. 
But there's still one thing about that whole fucking series that still bothers the shit out of me. Ezra Miller? No. No, no. He's not in the TV series. Oh, okay. Uh, that's uh, that's uh, uh, Grant Gustin. Yeah. It's, it's like every season, it's like the writers are just doing their absolute best to make Iris relevant. I don't know who Iris is. He, okay. When his mother got killed, his father got blamed, his father went to prison. Okay. He went with Joe. And Joe was the, was his dad's friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe had a daughter that was Barry's age. He grew up with them. Mm-hmm. Right? So Joe was kind of like an adopted father. Okay. Well, he ended up falling in love with with Iris. They fell in love. Kind of step-siblings kind of, kind of deal. But not really. And they ended up getting married. Okay. But it seems like one of the common things you would see from one season to the next or a few episodes here and a few episodes there is like they keep trying to make Iris a relevant character. It's like they're like trying to say, all right, we're keeping her in the story and we're trying to make this whole plot thing revolve around what she does and doesn't do. You know, and I... Nobody cares. Huh? And nobody cares. Well, I don't fucking care. I mean, she's just this news reporter person, basically. A newspaper article writer or whatever. And... Like, the new season starts out, and it starts out the same way. They're, like, caught in this time loop. And it's because, supposedly, this timeline they're in is set, and Barry has this notebook from when he traveled back and forth through time. He wrote stuff down, mm-hmm. so he knew what was going to happen, right? Well, they get caught in a time loop because he tells her, yeah, today this happens, right? Well... Iris knew it. He told her about it. And so Iris went against that. Right? So when they wake up the next morning, it's like Groundhog Day. And one, and they finally realize that the only way they can get out of this time loop is if Iris does this. You know, it's like, y'all are trying way too hard to keep her relevant. Right. She's not. Quit making her that way. It's just annoying. I'm so sorry that you were annoyed. You should be. I'm going to eat some uh, crackers and drink some wine. Because I have some... How long have we been going for? It feels like forever. <laughs> Hour and 38. I'm going to buy one of your crackers real you quick. You can have one of those. I'm still eating off this charcuterie board that I made. Mm. It's so good. I was going to take a bite. Now I'm eating the whole thing. That's okay. <laughs> it's a really good cracker with cheese. It is. <laughs> is this the brie or what? Yeah, that's one of the brie's. Because I had two different kinds of brie and, and some other kind of soft cheese. And these aren't regular crackers like saltines. These are some fancy, fancy crackers that... Like a like a flatbed cracker. The only people that can afford them really is the ones that go to your car wash. <laughs> My bougie car wash. <laughs> I took Aaron by there today. And he was like, oh, this is really nice. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, my bougie car wash was, we went by there today. And you know, I could get an unlimited plan 
Okay, so I have the unlimited plan where I can go get as many washes as I want throughout the month. So I can wash my car literally like five times a day and they couldn't say anything to me. I can just do it as many times as I want, right? Because it's an unlimited car wash. I could get the unlimited car wash and interior detail. detail. For like an extra 30 bucks. But that's that's just like that's so much to pay for a month to get that when I would probably only use it twice a month, yeah. maybe. Because I don't trash my car. But you got to think about what that would charge you a month to get your unlimited car washes and your unlimited details is about a a half or a quarter of what you would pay if you took your vehicle somewhere to one of these shops somewhere and said, hey, I want you to clean it, wash it, and detail it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're right. It would probably cost you three times that much at mm-hmm. least. But a detail like that, you're only going to do what? Once every three months? Well, no, because you would be taking yours over there every weekend just to make sure. <laughs> I do like to keep my car clean. I need to back you out the inside of mine again. It's not bad. We can do that tomorrow if you want to. Yeah. I'll even take you to my bougie car wash if you want to. No, because I have to pay for a car wash. Okay. We can go to your car wash. Your not bougie car wash. Your cute car wash. <laughs> Shut up. It's so cute. Oh. Oh, look. It's so sweet. It's so cute. So we can go to your little cute car wash tomorrow, and I will help you vacuum your car out and uh, wipe it. It's Father's Day. I, you ain't going to help me do shit. You're doing it. Okay, I'll do it. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember all the Lego I bought you last week. <laughs> I know. I ain't even started putting them together yet. I was wondering about that. It's because every, every moment I'm spending, I'm stuck on that fucking game, man. That game is Diablo's so good. Diablo good. Diablo 4 is good. Yeah. And it's so funny because, like... <laughs> Carver was saying that his wife is like, she's like majorly hooked on it. He said that she'll be playing it all the fucking time. She's like, I just can't stop. (laughs) (laughs) That's good though. That's good that you've got something. I I think that's one you would like too. I think you need to log on to my account at some point and just go over there and play it. Mm -hmm. It, It's a lot of fun. And I like it because it's so, you can get several different kinds of characters and then you can choose what abilities your character has. <coughs> and then, you know, how you want to play. Like, I was using one that was mostly fire. Mm-hmm. And then I changed my, because my, I <clears throat> chose a sorcerer. And then I made it to where he's mostly doing, like, a lot of lightning stuff, which mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. And now I'm using one that's mostly ice. And it freezes on them. And it's a lot of cool shit that it does. But you got like a little necromancer that you can get. And like when you kill somebody, a little ghost will come up and they'll start fighting for you. Mm-hmm. They're like when I was playing with my buddies from South Carolina, one of them has a necromancer and he has like, he had like 20 fucking little minions running around behind him. <laughs> well, the way, the way you have, des- the way you have described this to me is it seems like a long form version of Dungeons and Dragons. Because it you kind have- of plays out a lot like that. Yeah. Because you like have this a druid that can change into different kind of animals. Yeah. You have your necromancer. You have your sorcerer. You have your barbarian. You have your uh, it's a rogue. Mm-hmm. They can use like bow and arrows and shit, and they can set traps and 
different things. Like cardboard, he hated it. He he chose the the uh, the the rogue first, right? But once he started getting it leveled up and could choose what uh, abilities he wants, right? He's like, I'm really liking this character now. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think whenever because you can only go up to level hundred right now, and I think whenever I get to that, my character finally level hundred. I think my next character is going to probably be either that big druid guy or it's going to be the necromancer. I'm not sure which one. It's going to be hard to choose. I kind of want the Barbarian, too, but I don't know. I think if you end up playing it, you're going to like it. And then we're going to have to, end up having to get it for your Xbox as well. Well, we'll see, because <clears throat> um, I don't like buying stuff for my Xbox because I don't use it very much. Well, it's because you haven't found something that really catches you. I've been enjoying you. Dante's Inferno. You've been playing it? Yeah, I have been. Well, you like the good hack and slash ones. And so. I love... No, Devil May Cry. If I had a PS2, I'd be playing Devil May Cry nine hours a day. I fucking love that, that game. Well, this is a, a lot of hack and slash. That's basically what it is. You're casting, depending on what kind of character... Like, you'd probably really like the Barbarian because you're just running up there and just beating the shit out of people with your swords and shit. I think you would enjoy the, the Barbarian. But... I don't know. We'll see. I, actually, I'm talking about it now. I'm ready to get the podcast over so I can go play. Well, let's go ahead and end the podcast. I appreciate you guys making it all this way with us. Yeah, we've whole, we, we've just given up on the whole hour thing. This thing is going to be like an hour and a half, two hours every day. <laughs> That's okay. We're having fun with it. Yeah. For our three listeners. I mean, we're always worried about having enough shit to talk about where we always find stuff. Always, always. And I love it. All right. Well, we're going to sign off. You can find me on all the socials. Uh, at cricket, at cricket Shay on Twitter, um, at Cricket Shay One on Instagram, um, Cricket Shay, Cricket Marie on uh, Facebook. Uh, you can text me if you have my number. Um, the Shay's Lounge on Instagram as well. What else? Your transparent, transparent. I've got transparent, transparent on TikTok. I've got Cricket Shay on tw- on TikTok as well. Um, and yeah, you feel free to message me on any of those platforms. And I think we're calling it for the, for the week and we love you. Bye.